Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 636 for the week of July 2nd, 2022. Happy Canada Day to the Canadians yesterday. Happy 4th of July to the Americans. And happy whatever you celebrate in July to everybody else, because I'm ignorant. I don't like 4th of July because it makes my pets miserable for yeah. like an entire week. We've been having fireworks for over two weeks in our neighborhood. Yep. America. I'm not looking forward to tomorrow night. The cats are going to be very unhappy. And we have more cats than usual right now. Mm-hmm. So we may need to divide. We have guest cats. One of our cats' litter mates is here. And um, that cat's um, housemate is also here. So many cats in our house. What are we up to? Five now. Yes. Almost as many as you, Kelly, but not quite. Just need one more. One more. I, I always joke that seven is a lucky number every time I'm out in public and people ask how many cats I have. And I say, you know, one more and I'll have seven and that's a lucky number. But my husband, husband doesn't seem to agree. Well. And everybody thinks that joke is funny except for him. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> Well, didn't you have to talk him out of a cat one time? Oh, it's it's mutual. Every yeah. time we go to the pet store, one of us has to talk the other. If you one. if you both are in to a cat, that's going to be bad news that you're going to have number seven. I mean, that's what happened with Nami. Mm. Um, we were we were at the pet store, and we were both thought she was really cute, and then surprise, Nami only likes Vaughn and cannot stand me. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. Plot twist. But it's okay. I, you got I Alice. I think Nami can't stand me because she associates me with Alice, and Alice gets on her nerves. Mm. <laughs> it's all right. I like how there's layers to the cats. Yep, in it's your a house. cat oh. drama. Oh yeah, I mean, there's Lita and Murray who are like boyfriend and girlfriend and love each other, but Murray won't have anything to do with the other cats except for her. It's very adorable. I, I picture them as the anime couple where Lita is just a, a cute little fluffy girl and Murray's a big old tough biker. <laughs> okay. This is like Yakuza house husband? Yes. Yes, very. Murray's definitely a Yakuza cat. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to make him a little dragon uh, shirt that he can rip off before a fight. You have to shave a tattoo on his back. So I, I don't know about y'all, I saw some Yakuza action this week because it's Games Done Quick Week. Yeah, they speedrun Yakuza Like a Dragon, which was amazing to watch. If you haven't been uh, watching that, uh, by the time you hear this, there's like less than a day left, so sorry. Uh, watch the VODs, and you can probably still donate. VODs are totally worth it. Yeah. I forgot, have they done Elden Ring yet? No, that's the finale. Yeah, that's going to be like five in the morning at this point. It won't be oh. soon. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to watch they've... the VOD. I'll have to watch the VOD for that in the morning. Yeah, they've had so many bonus games that have gotten into the schedule um, that, yeah, I think that they are, they have pushed out uh, Elden Ring to pretty late tonight. 
Yeah. So one Elden Ring run at 11 central tonight and then the other one at 1.30 in the morning. Because I am just very curious how quickly someone can critical pass that game. <laughs> um, we're going to have to finish up the, the podcast quickly this week because I want to watch that uh, Metroid Dread. And uh, Well, have of- I got bad news <laughs> for you, Anna. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. It's almost like we've been gone for three weeks. <laughs> so we've been gone for a few weeks. Anna Marie had a medical procedure and I had a... I have an ongoing nerve shoulder back thing going on that's been sidelining me from most things. And in the middle of that, my parents showed up. Yes. But that's a good, that was a good visit. They did lots of laundry. I'm very appreciative that they came. Yes, it was very nice to have them here. Josh is currently trying to find a house in Alabama, so he's been out. I was He wants a sweet home in Alabama. Oh, Chris. So it sounds like Josh's job is just going to be permanent work from home. Mm -hmm. And so he's going to move back to Alabama to to be closer to his mom. Yeah. Not not to mention, apparently, cost of living in D.C. has just skyrocketed. If he's traveling, why haven't we been getting cute Scotty and hotel pictures? We have been. (gasps) Have you not been paying attention? No. Where did we get these? When did you get these? I never got any. He sent at least one in our group conversation. That's not pictures in a plural. That's one, and that's not the same. And I don't see any of these pictures, Anna. Mm-hmm. Now I'm scrolling up. Yeah, that's what I thought. He sent at least one. Yeah, so you claim. He was talking about Scotty being good. In the- I'm all the way back to the point where Kelly's sending me a picture of like eight black cats in someone's kitchen. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> was that me? Yes. You oh, said, wait, no, that yeah, was... An adorable family was- of voids. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a lot of black cats in someone's kitchen. Yeah. Oh, there's Scotty so, on June 18th, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> that's not in a hotel. Um, I think that's his mom's house. Okay. Well. My bad. But yeah, Josh is in the process of things, so he might miss a couple of podcasts. Hopefully he will good, be back Good soon. luck to him, though. House hunting sucks. Oh, oh my god, those cats. That's a lot of black cats. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, as you can tell, you've, if you've been missing RPG cats, we're RPG back. RPG cats, we're back. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll talk about what I've been playing. Mm-hmm. I made it through like chapter 23 of Symphony of War, which uh, last we had had a show, we talked about that coming out, and it's like a Fire Emblem Tactics Ogre inspired thing, indie game. Um, very indie, looking like one of those like RPG Maker-ish sort of assets games, and I love the hell out of it. It's so good, and I highly recommend it. And I think a lot of other people have said the same on the site. So if you've been on the fence on Symphony of War, if you're into like Ogre Battle games... Actually, you know, I never played Ogre Battle, so I don't know how how it hits for an Ogre Battle fan, but for me, like in a tactical um, experience building RPG grid-based game thing i love it so i highly recommend it um it is uh so you know let's see jrpg linear story um map by map progression and uh each map is kind of like complete the objective and instead of single person units you have units that are made up of many units 
and you can kind of combine, uh, you can recruit and level up the, the leadership of your main character in each unit, which lets you have more sub, um, other units in that, in that group of units. So then you can kind of build these formations where you have like tanks in the front and damage dealers in the back and your leader in there and you can have healers. And so you can kind of just build together these, these balls of death that can march across the map and just own everything. And it's great. And I, I really like playing with the system and there's some equipment systems that let you, um, uh, uh change, uh, characteristics of the units, uh, based on equipment you put on them. Um, on, you actually do the equipment on the, the entire group rather than on individual units. So that's, that's interesting. Um, and, uh, there's promotions of course. And what else do you have for customization? And there's like some skill scrolls and stuff that you can use to like teach them. Everyone has like an empty skill slot so you can teach them one skill that can kind of, you can use towards building your optimal group. And then there's um, some affinities that kind of affect their, their stat bonuses, like uh, elemental affinities that give them boost to like HP versus defense versus whatever. So you can kind of customize that around. Um, there's um, these sorts of uh, equipment and these uh, elemental affinity scrolls. That's the sort of stuff you can purchase between chapters. So you have that whole sort of thing. So between chapters, you can purchase some gear. You can recruit some folks. And on the maps, don't be a dummy like me. There are little tents. Make sure to visit the tents because you can buy stuff there. So it's another opportunity to to get items to use for powering up all your teams. And I didn't know about this and skipped many of them on many maps. So I'm gonna gonna say, have you not played a classic Fire Emblem game? Because that's like in Fire oh, like Emblem. fighting. Yeah, they got rid of all the Anna stuff in Modern Fire Emblems. Huh? You know, not really. Yes, really. There's no like map based purchasing in like three houses. Oh, there is in three hopes. Oh, is there? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a transition. I have also been playing a tactical RPG, but not really, but sort of. Because I've been playing Fire Emblem Three Hopes, which is a Musu on top of all of the friends that you made when you were playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. Although this is sort of like an alternative timeline where um, it's all the same people that have all the same backgrounds. But instead of Byleth um, saving the students, this new character saves all the students. And so that sort of I changes... bet you can find Byleth in the game. Uh, I've already. Ah. I have already. Um, seen them in the game they like kick your butt in literally the first level <laughs> so um although the game is pretty clearly indicating that there will be a rematch in the not so distant future mm -hmm. so it's great it's everything that i liked about three houses and everything i liked about fire emblem warriors in one game so back to what else you've been playing, Chris. Wait, are there horses doing somersaults? Yes. Okay, good. Do you, are there little ladies with big axes? Yes. Okay, we're all good then. We're good here. How are I, you? I had completely forgot that this was coming out. How? Uh, it was heavily advertised and there was a giant demo. Anna, you played that demo for longer than you've played the game so far, I no, think. No, not quite. Okay. So I've put like... Mm, Maybe about 20 hours into the game, and I put about eight hours into the demo. She says it was eight hours. It was longer. 
telling you it was longer. I I didn't. You played that demo for over a week. Not over a week. Five days. Oh, okay. How do you only get five hours then? That eight. Yeah. Well, you told me five the other day. Oh, but okay. Listen, if I if I make up a lower number, then it sounds more reasonable for my for me to be right. Yes, dear. No. Yeah. Right. My back to. I I. I honestly don't know how I forgot that it wasn't coming out. I think it was just because there's been so much other stuff that's come out recently that it just kind of got buried in my head. Yeah, and we're we're probably going to end up talking about that because it's the start of JRPG July. Woo-woo! Um, I also forgot when I was doing my initial write-up for JRPG July that this was coming out. And so my JRPG July is like, I'm going to play these two random games. And now my first first actual rate of JRPGs in July is going to be like, I totally forgot Fire Emblem Warriors is coming out, and it has sucked in my soul. Which yeah, I'll have, has happened I'll a have couple times now for JRPG July. Yeah, I'll have to wait until like a break in between major releases to check this out, because there's, there's other stuff I'm curious about. Oh, it's so good. I know. Now, who, who knows? Maybe I might put it on my Christmas list. You're going to wait that long to play it? Wow, you have restraint. <clears throat> I made a good, it makes for a good Christmas game. Because mm. I played Fire, the last Fire Emblem Warriors at around Christmas time. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so what else have you been playing, Chris? Oh, now we care about what all of a sudden I've been playing. Um, well, first of all, I got an Apple Watch, and I just discovered there's a button on the side of the watch that I didn't know about. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh, did you know about this button? Yes. Uh, what's it for? Okay. Turn it off and on? No, that, no. Oh, right, because mine's always on. Um, All right. So, the, uh, what am I talking about? Games? I also played... Monster Hunter. No. Yeah, last night with Kelly. But there was something else first. Um, Alt tab. Let's see. Got to go back to the sheet. Nope. House Flipper. Wrong. House Flipper. You've been playing stuff on the Steam Deck. I've been Steam playing deck. stuff on the Steam Deck, really. And House Flipper was one of them. And Kelly, I don't know why I like painting my house. Actually, I hate painting, but I like cleaning my house in House Flipper. <laughs> Have you put points into making the painting easier? Yeah, it's where I've put all my points so far because I hate it so much. And I need to play yeah. more and put more points into it because it sucks. I I hate doing the tile more than I hate painting the house. Oh, the I haven't even unlocked takes... that. Oh, no. If, even at, like, the maximum speed, mm-hmm. or, like, at, at maximum points, because I've maxed out everything in the house where I've played it so damn much. Even at max, um, the tile still takes forever. My problem is um, lining up the paint on the painting because I'm playing on a controller and that sucks. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you go too far and it's like, Oh, this sucks. Yeah. That's part of why I didn't really care for the switch version. Cause, um, the control, uh, that game really wasn't made with a controller in mind. No, I feel like they adapted it adequately. I mean, I've played yeah. some pretty bad ports to switch and I felt like paint or household was fine. Why'd you stop playing, Anna? Um, because I was satisfied with the amount that I had played, really. That can't happen with House Flipper. I'm sorry? 
Kelly had to force herself to stop playing it. No, I ran out of shit to do. Oh, okay. Well, did you buy the pets expansion? Yeah, I did. Um, oh, and you ran out of stuff to there too? Oh. No, that one I got distracted by other shiny Aha. objects. Well, you know what the latest distraction is? Monhun. Monster Hunter! Why are you staring at me, cat? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just got told. So, Chris, I need to know if you can change your character's name in the middle of the game in Monster Hunter. I honestly don't know. Because Vaughn said that I need to name my character Kel Kabong. Kel Kabong. It's true, though. You just I run around him, smacking things with your hunting horn. Yeah, I told him about me running up to the bear and smacking it on the ass with the horn, and I thought he was going to cry laughing. <laughs> Particularly when I when I said that I yelled kabong when I did it. It's great. I love hunting horn. I've tried every weapon in that game, and just nothing feels as fun as hunting horn for me. I wonder if you could do it with a, an appearance rename. I Kelly is horny know. for life. Yes, I am. I am definitely horny. I'm hunting horny, if you will. <laughs> all right, oh, so do you have stupid. like all the DLCs and character edit vouchers and stuff you can get for free? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have all that. Yeah, I went through all that yesterday. So um, Sunbreak is out. Came out um, Thursday. I guess. Was it Thursday? Yes. Yeah. And uh yeah, along with a giant patch for the game. So even if you don't have the expansion, you've been putting it off, you can still get a bunch of improvements from the patch. Um but uh what what have we what have we got going on, Kelly, with this with this expansion? We've got well, a new hub. I- yeah. Well, first off, I am mildly amused that you know it it took forever to download that exp- that patch that just patched up the game. Yep. And then I did the download voucher, and it just unlocked, just unlocked it. Yeah. Which is like, wow! I paid a hundred bucks for a code in a box just to tell it to unlock yes. all this content. <laughs> yes. You bought <laughs> DLC. Sunbreak's a DLC. I know. It's just digital future. But that's okay, though. That means if you didn't buy the game, you're still getting the patches happening to your game, too, even if you don't buy the DLC. Well, that's a good thing, I guess. Because are people getting stuff like the new uh, Palico abilities? No, you don't get that. And you don't get the new Switch skills. Um, Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's... It is locked behind the sun sunbreak stuff because you'll know you don't get those abilities till you go to the new area and like talk to people right right? so yeah well it it just amuses me that people were like a decade ago were losing their minds over uh like oh the the dlc is on the disc and you just have to pay to unlock it and now that's the practice and you think people would still be mad about that stuff I'm not seeing a way to change your character name, Kelly. Ah, uh, this makes me sad. I, I just I missed a golden opportunity. You can change your owl name. You can change the name of everything except your character. <sighs> yeah, because I didn't think it would use the MMO rules. Because uh, 
I mean, I have a pretty generic name for my character. Yeah, Kel. I get it. Oh, well. You, you can just call me Kel Kabong in your heart. Cafeteria and Kabong. But yeah, so we we hunted and well, I guess the elder dragon was from the some of the stuff pre- previously. But we hunted a um giant orange monkey bird and then some really messed up crane that was just like fast and it had like it, head feather leather things and it would just run around and try and scoop us with it. It was weird. And then as I was doing terrible and then uh, having a couple of uh, war, like players that are just decked out to the winds come join us, making us feel like scrubs. Yeah. I like to call that free carries. <laughs> <laughs> AKA online mode. Hey, nothing wrong with that. It, I it, have been trying to get carried through the rank seven um, quest the urgent quest for killing like the last boss in the main game and I can't like the the last story bit that they added in like just a couple months after the game originally came out where you fight the two elemental dragons back to back and I oh. can't get a party that can survive the whole fight well now now that you're going to be expansion overpowered that might be a lot easier now maybe this is a fight where partway through multiple times it drops nuclear bombs on you, so... Oh, wow. Getting people to, like, not die is hard. And I think there's, oh, like, and- other monsters that open up after that, so I haven't even seen all the content of the base game. Oh, and I was complaining about this yesterday. Did Elden Ring mess up your Monster Hunter muscle memory? Yeah, you know... That would Monster imply Hunter- that he had... Muscle memory. Monster muscle Hunter memory. has never felt natural to me with its controls. That Ever. that is true. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I've never been a huge fan of Monster Hunter's controls either. Heck, heck, that was part of the reason why back famously back in the day, I told Vaughn never to let me waste money on Monster Hunter again, and that that was around the Try era. Mm-hmm. And then I think by the time Four came out. I felt like they had fixed a lot of the issues that I had with the game. And plus I was actually watching YouTube back then and um, seeing people making their own tutorials about it. And I booted up the demo for four and then got really sucked into it and then ended up buying four. And I, I liked four, but I ended up rage quitting it because I was just (laughs) sucking so bad, but I was having fun. And then, yeah, um, Rise has just kind of ticked all my boxes. And and it helps that with Rise, I've had people to play with, like you and Phil. You skipped World somehow. Yeah, World came out at a weird... I think it came out, like, right after Christmas one year. Mm. And I had so much other stuff that I was wanting to play that I just never got around to it. Well, it works out, because they added all the quality of life improvements into this game as well, so... Yeah. But... That's where they introduced them all, and that's like when I knew, like, oh, Capcom just fixed Monster Hunter. <laughs> it's gonna be a thing now, <laughs> and it is. And I'm watching all my YouTube videos again, which, I, it, funny enough, all the same content creators who made all the Elden Ring videos I was watching to get tips and tricks for Elden Ring, they make Monster Hunter videos. 
it's interesting overlap. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people compare the two series. They feel very similar in different ways. <laughs> they feel similar in different ways. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. That made no sense. <laughs> that's a title. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say about it. Other, You know, it's more Monster Hunter. It feels good so far. There's more monsters. There's more stuff for your cats. You go to a new city that's called The Cat. Elgato. <laughs> Actually, it's Elgato. But I like to call it Elgato. And I think it's amazing. And yeah. El Gato. It's Spanish for the Gato. The Gato. <laughs> what? It was an old. It was an SNL Le, bit. El Nino, which is Spanish for the Nino. <laughs> it's a that Chris was, Farley uh, sketch. Chris Farley coked up to the four winds doing yeah. an El Nino bit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, Anna did not watch as much <laughs> SNL as I did. Nope. Of course, you're from Canada. I from saw Canada. that. <laughs> you had a uh, SCTV and kids in the hall. Oh, is SCTV uh, Canadian? Because there was a lot of early Saturday Night Live crossover to SCTV. Yes, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. So if. If you said that your parents wouldn't let you watch The Simpsons, I'm sure they wouldn't have let you watch basically Canadian SNL. Uh, if you're talking about Kids in the Hall, no, I was not allowed watching that. I didn't want to watch Kids in the Hall when I was younger. It was weird and creepy, and now I get its humor much better. Yeah, I was the same way. Sorry, we're, we're just drifting <gasps> off into Canadian. There's Canadian a little cahoot up here? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's probably the equivalent of the one in the buddy area that collects stuff. No, that that nest is elsewhere. Oh. That's on top of the rampart. So this is this is different. I don't know what this one's for. Okay. Sorry. I need to go I, find I'm making that. notes of things I need to do a monster hunter later. And I, I need to go find that kahoot. Mhm. Oh, and I we also forgot to say we um we did a quest with go- who, with who we thought was Goku, but it turned out to be Akuma. Yeah, because <laughs> there was a guy in a yellow, a yellow gi with uh, or blue hair gi with yeah. blue hair. We thought it was Super Saiyan Goku. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute, no Capcom. Yep. Yeah. Well, they have. There's so many crossovers in Monster Hunter. It's possible. Yeah, because uh, before my game got delivered, I was running around at the speed of sound. Um, collecting rings. Sonic boop, Sonic boop. Wrong, wrong, wrong song. Wrong, wrong song. No, th- th- I was doing the better um, song. I was doing the co- collection quests, mm. or the, the the some of the DLC quests to get different costumes and stuff because I thought that I wanted to be tacky and have the Sonic costume on my Palico and the Amy costume on my Palamute. And then realized, no, I kind of want to show off my cat because she looks just like my actual cat, Alice. And the Sonic costume is basically just, yeah, it's Sonic. It looks like a little Sonic running around and doing spin dashes and stuff. But for doing those quests, you get a Knuckles and Tails statue to put in your room. It's kind of neat. Is that how you get the Link and Zelda Palamutes as well? Yeah. They were showing those. No, those no. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, that that that's probably a more DLC stuff. It, oh, I mean, when I signed in because I hadn't touched the game in like a year, I went to the courier and had like 
10 pages worth of stuff that it downloaded. Yep, same and, here. Because um, like, I, I still need to go do the Blue Bomber quest for the uh, Mega Man and Rush costumes. Wow, that um, was like the first thing they put out, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, there's Ghosts and Goblins costumes that I need to go seek out. But it's it's weird doing these old DLC quests when there's new and shiny coming out. Interesting little controversy. Um, they seem to have removed the amiibo listing or any mention of the uh, other two amiibos on the American site for Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, like um, you mean the the Palico and Palamute amiibos? Yeah. What? Yeah. But I want those amiibos. I know. That um, sucks. Aren't those the ones you pre-ordered from PlayAsia? Yeah, the ones that I'm probably going to overpay for, but I'd rather overpay now than very overpay later because they're going to be hard to find. No, I mean, Chris already pre-ordered those from PlayAsia. Yeah, I just did. Yeah. I'm 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 doing content for the show, Anna. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be like, "What?" and react. I'm trying to be like a YouTuber, <laughs> Anna. Come on. You suck at this. When you call me out, I suck at it. Come on. But yeah, Capcom has not come out and said anything on whether or not those Amiibos are going to come out in the U.S. or not. I would presume no. I, it makes me wonder if the uh, the base game ones didn't sell very well. I mean, one of the ones that I was looking at was like $40, and I'm like, please don't order that one. And, and then... Chris's game showed up and he's like, no, I don't need to pre-order that one. Oh, yeah, that was the one that came with the collector's edition. Yep. Uh, but, well, it didn't help that those two those two that came with um, Rise were GameStop exclusive and I think barely available anyway. Same with the uh, Monster Hunter Stories ones that came out. Yeah, we got both of those, so... We have. We actually have not unlocked. We haven't opened Monster Hunter Stories Two that has the. I need to open it because there's a costume you get if you have save data. Yes. You get the Navaru yeah. outfit for your cat. Yeah, I've got that costume. Uh, but yeah, I had to get those two amiibos from PlayAsia too, and then later on I saw them actually at the uh, GameStop and was pissed. But oh well, supposedly even on PlayAsia, those aren't going to come out until August. Also, Steam and and Switch are caught up now, so like they're all the same, like same patch level and everything. And it's like, I wish I had got this on PC because it looks better on PC. It's so but much then you nicer. Be able to play with me. I know yeah, that's why I've no got it on cross, Switch. <clears throat> there's no cross-platform. I know. Right? Yeah, and your save files locked to the platform you've got it on. So like that sucks. I don't want to start over. Though I did, you know, they ran it at GDQ, so I know how to speed run it now, sort of. You, Chris, you'll never be that good. I, I don't have the skill to speed run it. No. <sighs> uh, you were you were telling me that the dude that was playing that was like the floor is lava more yeah yep he didn't really land much other than onto the monster's head to do a bunch of damage 
Like he was using a thing that stuck him to the monster's head and would just pump it full of damage. Boom, 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 then spit him off. And then he'd do a wire bug skill and go back and hit it on the head again. And it's like, oh my gosh, you're too good at this. I'll never be that good. Kelly, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. What's the point of a steel book for a game that has no game cartridge? I know. To put a very nice looking steel book on your shelf. How about I mean, just pe- a piece of art then? Why why a steel book? That's wasteful. People are crazy about steel books. No, they're not. Nobody's crazy. Oh, Who's no. crazy? No, no, no. You should read the comments, Chris. The comments where? On like social media posts and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, no. People like steel books. Why? They've been trained they to like steel books. No. Marketing has told them they should like steel books. That's why they like steel books. Okay. This is all the the lamestream media's fault. No, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, anything um, else you've been playing, Kelly? Wait, I have I, powders to sell. All right. I've I've played through a lot, but a lot of it's backtrack stuff, and I don't want to do- double burn material. Um, mainly because I'm already embarrassed at what I played and liked. That we're Kelly, you have to justify this to me. How in the world have you enjoyed Witch in the Hundred Night? Um, listen to I the backtrack when she records it. Mm. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Because I'm sure you played sure both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm moving on for that because I don't want to be grilled about this. Because you're wanna, not allowed to like that game. It. How do you like that game? I can't explain it right now you'll have to listen to the backtrack in a month but turtles shredder's revenge is awesome that's what i hear uh, actually th- there's it looks great nothing but... like having six player chaos on screen uh you can't see what you're doing but there if you hold, press i think the one of the shoulder buttons it'll show you which player you are which is handy um, so yeah, I, I I burned through that game first thing when it came out that Thursday night. Um, went and played through as my favorite character, Mikey. I appreciate that all of the original, or I think at least the four Turtles voice actors returned. Um, so Cam Clark, Rob Paulson, and I can never remember the other two. Um Everything about that game is cool. Each character has a taunt that's kind of uh, part of their personality. And Donatello's is he's crouching and playing a Game Boy, which is just adorable. Um, God, what else? Um, you unlock Casey Jones at the end of the game if you if you. Beat I thought it on you beat him mode. at the first at the beginning of the game. Oh, you have to no, beat you, the game you, first. Yeah, you have to beat the game. Okay, because he has better stats than everyone. Yeah, he's pretty OP. Though there is a leveling system, so pretty much every every one of them gets kind of OP towards the end. Oh, okay. Um, but K- Casey's animations crack me up because when he does his uh, golf swing, he puts on like one of those fancy golf hats. Ah, nice. <laughs> um, th- there's all sorts of different Easter eggs in, in the game. Uh, some of them were pretty obscure from the cartoon that i didn't even realize because um i don't remember a lot of the cartoon when it switched is this all only referencing the 80s cartoon or is it referencing comics is it referencing the the various other cartoons they've had some of it references the movies um some of it references the original 80s cartoon 
I'm pretty sure there's, there's a, a couple... lot of animal characters I don't recognize, so I'm assuming they're from the comics or the newer cat cartoons. Um, see that you're watching Leatherhead right now. That's from the cartoon. The four frogs are from the cartoon. Oh, well, maybe I've just forgotten most of the cartoon then. Is the mole um, guy and the other and um the oh, bull um, from the cartoon? Well, yeah, they they were there. Okay. Are you talking about Rocksteady and Bebop? Nope. No, um Ground Chuck and Dirtbag. There you go. Um they were in the cartoon. Okay. Um Does that cartoon hold up? Yeah, it it was a glorified toy commercial. I know there was some semblance of a continuing story beats here and there throughout that cartoon, but I didn't know if it really pays off or if it even ended. Uh, No, not really. As a matter of fact, it famously, when Power Rangers kind of started kicking in in its teeth, it famously got very grimdark in the last two seasons and then just kind of stopped. Um, yeah. That that cartoon went on for quite some time before it finally just kind of died. That's too bad. Yeah, and and bear in mind, a lot of cartoons from the eighties like that never got uh proper ends, right? Ends. Yeah, they just kind of stopped. Well, a lot of them were so episodic that it didn't. You there was no story to end. Mm-mm. But like, I do remember Turtles doing some of that with like the the big metal dome and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't the know. There te- was stuff going on. <laughs> the Technodrome and a lot of the Dimension X stuff. There was like yeah. a little bit of a story, but not really. Kind of like a, the X-Men cartoon then it was the next level of story, though I don't know that that ever paid off either. Well, um, I mean, they're picking up the story. Oh, they, the right, they picked that up into a Netflix thing or something, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, Shredder's Revenge, very good. Um, Where can I watch that problem. new X-Men cartoon? Is that a thing yet? don't think it's broadcasting yet is it okay let us know in the feedback i i didn't know that there was a new x-men cartoon yeah yeah they're gonna they're gonna pick up from where the the 90s one ended or left off it which was like what (laughs) The, the only thing that could surprise me more than that would be gargoyles finally getting a chance to come back for a true season three see that's the one that i don't understand why disney doesn't Huck money. They, they did do some comic book follow-ups for gargoyles that do canonically continue, but yeah, I like don't know. Pe- pe- people would happily shell out. You'd think, Disney right? Plus money, yeah, for that. Maybe not enough. Too- yeah. I I need to watch gargoyles because I didn't realize how many Star Trek alumni were in it's, that. It's the Star it Trek all Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get some extra paycheck Star Trek show. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I know the uh, Troy and Riker in it has made characters. Does uh, Michael Dorn show up? Yep. Yep. He's like, and, a, and I know uh, yep. Brent Spiner shows up. Does he? Yeah. I wouldn't have recognized him at the time. He, he plays some like kind of a trickster elf character, but I can't remember. What oh, season is he Puck's is. voice? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't recognize. Yeah, I see. I know the characters. I didn't recognize the voice. I guess. Surprise! It's Data. <laughs> I know way too much about Gargoyle's plot. 
I was, I was, okay. I was watching old Gargoyles episodes, and Chris would walk into the room and be like, oh, this is the episode where blip, blip, blip happens. Walk out. And then the entire episode would play out exactly the way. It was the gun safety episode. What do you want from me? I never got into Gargoyles back in the day, and there was no particular reason why. I just never watched it. And so I it was syndicated need... out of order in Canada? Yeah, that that would suck. Since I, it's I probably extremely just important to broach an order. Um, I honestly can't tell if you're being sarcastic or truthful, Chris. I am being truthful, because like, it doesn't work out of order. Like, the first season, maybe you could work around it, but like, there's a lot of things that progress in order. <sighs> okay, maybe some of the Avalon stuff you could watch out of order. You know what cartoon was? What nineties cartoon was also good? Sonic. Which like, one I, I, though? Um, the Sad AM one, not the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Which I like the Grimdark one. Yeah, that was the, that was Sad AM. Okay. The, the only one I remember is the one that goes Sonic Heroes. I don't know what that is. Um, that's a that's a game. is it the one where sonic was voiced by jaleel white or the one where sonic was voiced by jaleel white kelly uh yes (laughs) because you need to do the voice in like two different cartoons at the same time which what well not anymore he hasn't been sonic for a while people were pissed that he wasn't the voice in the movie i agree and people asked him about it, and it's like, yeah, they, they're they going to get a big-name movie star, not Urkel, to voice it. They never called me, and I'm not surprised that they didn't. Right. And that's um, fair. I mean, I understand that, but they could have saved a lot of money. <laughs> Made people even yeah. happier. <laughs> um, so that being said, Anna, were you thinking of the one where he uh, had two siblings that were also voiced by Julia White? Um, that does sound familiar. Yeah, um, that was Sonic Underground. Yes, that was the one where everybody was in the rock band, right? I'm, I'm expecting yep. Kelly to say we don't talk about Sonic Underground. <laughs> um, I didn't mind Sonic Underground, but you also got to remember I like cheesy metal. And uh, I was so starved for Sonic content when that was on because that came on during the Dreamcast era. Um. I, I was so start for Sonic content, I would put up with anything at, at that time. And I, <laughs> it's funny, I would set my alarm. What wow, is this that garbage? Theme song. Yes. Okay. What is I this watched, garbage, yeah, Anna? I watched that. I would set my alarm <laughs> to watch that on every, on weekday mornings and watch that. And then Monster Rancher. Oh. And then by the time uh, Starship, Roughneck Starship Troopers came on, that was when Anna, I Anna, I've watched Naruto filler better animated yeah, than this. They're they're like baby Sonics that it's are all together in a awful. rock Awful. I can tell from the title this is terrible. And Julia White's doing all three characters, including the girl. That helps a little. <laughs> Listen to him doing that girl voice. I don't want to. I'm good. All right. I, I I brought up Sonic cartoons because I was trying to transition to the fact that I've played Sonic Origins. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, I I thought it was a reasonable enough port, even though apparently it's come out that um, God, what t- team? Why are people Cannon... complaining about Sonic Origins though? I've been hearing complaints. 
Um, well, one, they were complaining about the price because it's $40 and they're whining about how they're overcharging for it, even though, you know, $10 per game isn't a bad price for all of those. I mean, they should be three bucks at this point, but, you know. Um, they're also complaining about the fact that they delisted a lot of the older versions on Steam and um, the Xbox 360. Oh, and, did they? The, did they, yeah. they delist the Mega Drive collection or something? No, they didn't. I don't think they thought they listed the Medica Drive collection. Okay. Um, but yeah, people were pissed about that because they think that it's scummy. And I don't know how I feel about that. I guess that I mean, I guess they want this version to be the definitive version of the games. I mean, how long? Oh, you know what? How long have you had to buy the games up until then? No, no, no. You know who was complaining about this it was one of the Sonic Mania devs, and I can't remember what their exact complaints were, but I think that's why. People are like, oh, this is justified because, like, the Sonic Mania guy is saying that they did a bad job here. Um, but, I mean, the ports are still, pl- I mean, they're still pretty Oh, right, the game. right. It was issues with the Sonic and Knuckles stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it played just fine. The main issues that I had with the Sonic and Knuckles stuff was that um, the sh- Sonic special powers with the shields weren't working right. Okay. And like, the like, timing was off. And like the, the 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 mania devs are like, we worked on that functionality, we handed it over to them, and then some other team did the actual integration with the other games, and they introduced a bunch of bugs that didn't exist in our code. <laughs> it's like, <Yeah>. whoa. <laughs> some drama going on here. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I played through all four games, and I had fun with my time with all four games. Um, okay. You have... You, don't have lives in this one so you can try retry as much as you want and then there's a coin system where you instead um like instead of lives you get coins and you spend those on uh stuff in the museum um the funny thing though is that all of the debug codes are still intact so you can just go put a bunch of rings on the screen and get hundreds of coins and unlock everything almost immediately so there's kind of no point but also, uh, the, the the thing, the reason why you want a bunch of coins is because every time you fail a special stage, you can spend a coin to retry it as well as long as you have coins, and that makes the game a hundred times easier because some of those special stages are a bitch to get to. Mm-hmm. So, like, I I finished the game with all seven emeralds for the first time, and like Sonic Two because those stages were way too hard for me when I was a kid. Um, The other thing people were complaining about is that they took out the Michael Jackson music, which, yeah, of course they were going to do that because they don't want to have to pay the rights. Wait, which Michael Um, Jackson music? The... There were the three levels at the end of Sonic 3, Ice Cap, or no, Carnival Night, Ice Cap, and Launch Base had Michael Jackson music in it. Like famous songs by him? Or like he actually did the songs? Supposedly, he actually did the song. Oh. Um, there's a whole bunch of YouTube stuff about that. Would that explain stuff why can... those songs are good. Okay. <laughs> and it, what they replaced it with was stuff from the beta. And they said that they were finishing up, but it does not sound finished. It sounds like a Casio keyboard. <laughs> Cyrail's like, um, AKA, all the best songs on Sonic 3 soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But. I mean, aside from those little complaints, it's. I thought that they were pretty fun. 
Uh, oh, and you can play as Knuckles and Tails and um, and Sonic One for the first time. I thought you could do that with lock-on technology. No, they never could get it to work with Sonic One. Um, that's well, why. What happened could... in Sonic One when you locked on? Um, it went to Blue Sphere, which was just oh, random uh, Sonic right. Three special stages. Lame. <laughs> no, can Vaughn, you play you Knuckles and Knuckles? <laughs> no, Vaughn, you can't play as Knuckles and Knuckles, but in Sonic Two, you can play as Knuckles and Tails. Is where's Knuckles and Knuckles from? Uh, that's Sonic Mania. Oh, okay. There was Knuckles and Knuckles so mode. They they did two different blocks of Sonic in um, <laughs> games. <Dungeon laughs> one of them became year. Knuckles block, <laughs> and yeah, one of them became Knuckles block. But there was a game that they were playing that I had never heard of it until they played it. And I was like, ha ha, this must be some like homebrew game that a bunch of fans made. And it's kind of like, it's interesting. It's different. It doesn't look very good. And then they were talking about the fact that their real cartridge doesn't play as well as their emulated copy. And I'm like, excuse me, real cartridge? And so I Googled it, and the damn thing is a real Sonic game. Knuckles Chaotix. Are you referring to Knuckles Chaotix? Yes! He is. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know that was a real game. <laughs> um, That was their Sonic game for the 32X. Oh, and... it's so bad. <laughs> oh, God, it I... looks better than some of the other Sonic games. Oh, no. I was very upset because I could have gotten a 32X with Douglas Chaotix at a garage sale for $30. And I ran back home and got my cash out of my cash stash when I was a kid. And by the time I got back, it was sold. And I was very upset. And now that cart and 32Xs go for quite a chunk of change because of course they do because people are stupid and will buy anything for that much people like you kelly yeah (laughs) let's be clear you want that well yeah i want it but she doesn't want to pay that price for it i wanted it but i wanted it for garage sale prices not the ridiculous amount of money that people are charging for them now because they think that they're collector's items and they're not like you couldn't give those things away back in the day I've 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 got bitter words about the collector's market lately, but we're not going to get into that. We're going to have a long show anyway. But I like Sonic Origins. It's a it's a decent collection, and you know, yeah, there's better ways to play those games elsewhere. But I, I'm lazy, and I don't mind giving Sega forty bucks for shit that I've bought billions of times already. What are care. these cartoon scenes I'm looking at from? Oh, those are um new scenes that oh. they put into the collection. All right. Um animated by Tyson Hess who is very a very famous sonic artist and animator. That's a thing to be. Who I uh, who I I have weird 6 degrees of separation doing cuz he hung out with a bunch of my furry friends on some of the sonic boards back in the day. Hmm. Um I think the wait. So he went from fan to working on Sonic stuff professionally. Yep, that's He's, the best. You may have seen this famous web comic with uh, nipples, the echidna. Nope, that was him. I did not, and I don't want to look it up. <laughs> it was amusing. <laughs> um, I'm I'm also playing Skies of Arcadia Legends for JRPG July because we're doing a back- JRPG we're doing- July. We're doing a backtrack on it in um, a month. 
and I'm hoping that I'll get it finished by then. Though I, God, that game needs an HD up-res because I forgot how muddy GameCube stuff looks. And my, (laughs) it's funny because I hooked that up and Volvo was like, wait, you still have your Wii hooked up? I'm like, yeah, because I have to, I use it as an emulation box for uh, backtrack stuff. And my TV was, because I have to have it hooked up via like an HDMI converter with component cables. And my TV is like, we cannot detect that input. Would you like to set it as a PC input? Yes. Okay, it works now. Hey, there you go. <laughs> But I, I still love that game through all its faults. I also completely forgot just how bad the encounter rate was in that game. You get in a fight, you, you, you fight it, you, you take one step, oh, there's another fight. Well yeah, um, that is the thing I think that drives me the most crazy about going back to some of the games that I remember really enjoying as a kid is you suddenly realize how insane the encounter rates were in a lot of these games. Mm-hmm. I just don't have patience. We'll see how much of the how much patience I have for it. Um, so far, it wasn't bothering me, but I was also off yesterday and really had nothing else better to do than to play Skies of Arcadia. So we'll we'll see if I stick with it. I, I am getting kind of nostalgic for it again, just because, um, God, the last time I played that game, I was in college, and it was the Dreamcast version. I It's been a hot minute, but <sighs> we shall see how far I get. Um, and we already talked about Monster Hunter, so that's all I've played. I think that's all all of us have played. So it's time to jump into the feedback. Wait. What, what did we ask a month ago? Oh. Um, what 16-bit sprite-based game would you like to see lovingly remastered for modern consoles? What was that in reference to? Uh, Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. right. Um, so from Fireminer, does anyone remember the Samurai Showdown RPG that SNK made for Neo Geo? Hell, I'll settle for just a localized port of that game to the Switch. Anyway, I'd love to see a remake of the original four Super Robot Wars titles, but combine them into a single game. Yeah, Fire Miner, you keep wishing for that. Because <laughs> uh, that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, the licensing for those games are complex. Particularly um, some of the older ones. From Kroll, to avoid the obvious square spoilers, I'll go for the sli- only slightly less obvious Fantasy Star 4. We're probably never going to get a new entry in the series that isn't an MMO, or at least a remake. would give. It, so at least a remake would give it the attention it deserves for a non-RPG, maybe Dune 2, the RTS breakout, or even the weird original Dune. The um, Dune on the Sega Genesis was so good. I played so much of that game. Hey, that's the game that begets StarCraft. Wait, what? You yeah. said Dune, Anna? Yeah. Um, Blizzard really liked Dune and wanted to make their own version of it. I didn't know you were into console I... RTSs, Anna. Oh, man, I played so much. This Dune game that I've got up here? Yep. Okay. Um, f- famously, they had teamed up with Games Workshop to try to make a Warhammer RPG, and when that deal fell through, they just kind of shaved the serial numbers off and then put out StarCraft. Is that why everything's Games Workshop looking? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Because I think 
Games Workshop was in a lawsuit for like the longest time with them over it. But yeah, um, also from Cole, to be honest, I'm pretty excited about the Dragon Quest III remake, and the front-mentioned ones look pretty cool, too. And I concur, Kroll. I Fantasy Star 4 gets absolutely no Ooh, love because it feels on. like that. There were two what? Dunes on Genesis. Mm-hmm. Which one yeah, did Dune. you play? Uh, Battle for Arrakis. Is that the second one? I think so. Okay. Am I crazy, or does that Sega CDR, the one from the David Lynch movie? Might be. It is, yeah. Okay. Wait, that was David Lynch? Yeah. That that explains a lot. Oh yeah, yep, that's a, that's a David Lynch movie. Yeah. Okay. That, that's why it's famously so Weird. out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and why it's the same guy that's in Twin Peaks. Yeah. Oh wait. Um, no. <gasps> that's the same guy. I didn't realize that was the guy from Twin Peaks. Blowing Chris's mind all over the place today. Kelly broke me. Um, from Strawberry Eggs, I would be the most interested in seeing remakes of either both, and I'm gonna butcher this: Kiyu, Kiyu Yaku Megami Tensei and Shin Megami Tensei. If the former would be sort of funny, since K- KMT is is itself a remake of the very first RPGs in the Beta series, Digital Devil Story, Megami Tensei One and Two. As for SMT, if it is the transitional form between uh, Megami Tensei and Persona, and I find the game fascinating and would love to play it on a modern console. Yeah, um, they could easily localize that as Persona Zero, but that that would imply that Squeenix, or not Squeenix, um, Atlas would actually give two shits about Persona 1 and 2. Yeah. <laughs> um, we actually have a copy of SMT, if that we picked up at a. Uh... Midwest Gaming Classic a few years back. You still haven't played it. No, I was waiting for the localization patch. Which is out. Yes, it's finally out. I can't remember if I picked up If or not. I know I picked up one and two when I was in Japan. But, yeah, that that's the joke. Atlas doesn't care about Persona 1 and 2. It's okay. We'll get no into that does later. Either. I, I... Does, does anyone else really... It's I, they're very different. I would love to see um a remake of the original Persona 1 and 2. I hate their art so much. No, there there are I mean the art in that original game is terrible, it's but the are same you with talking, 3, I guess. Yeah. It's all the same. Are artists, you talking about the uh crappy localization art or the real art? Oh, good point. I mean like the, thing- the big close-up picture art like so i guess it doesn't matter because the end game you don't see these the art yeah um moving on from featherhoof question of the week as a tales fanboy since birth of the breath of fire and wild arms were already spoken for i'm gonna say the og tales of fantasia i have it on gba but i would love to see that given a 2.5d modern polish and updates that make it feel and run better yes i concur with that featherhoof i love the original uh sprite-based tales games and they could use a spit shine um, from Kiro Maru, longtime listener and first time poster. I can Yay! tell you that I can tell you that Overlord is a fun bit of power fantasy iseki, isekai anime. Though try not to be disappointed in the CGI they use because it's a bit ugly and not quite pr- pr- 
Berserk 2018 levels bad, but it's still not good either. <laughs> For the question of the week, I would like to see Luffy 2 get an HD 2D make remake. I love the puzzles and the ancient cave side mode, plus the capsule monsters had been pretty cool. I yep. remain so sad that Neverland went out of business. I think they made so many cool games. I think they made fantastic RPGs. Um, one of the games that they made jointly with uh, Natsume is Seema the Enemy. And oh, yeah. I would love, 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 love to see that game come out either on Virtual Console or with a remake. Seema was I... so good. It was so different. Yeah, I bought that just on a whim because it was in a Clarence Bennett Toys R Us and was just kind of amazed at how weird it was. I never finished it, though, because it was a little obtuse, but yeah. Yes, that is very true. Um, from Tracer 3, I would like Sega to properly update Fantasy Star 1 through 4. Another game I would like to see is Sailor Moon, another story. I know it was never brought over here, but it would be interesting to see them remake it. That would be pretty cool. Um, that also reminds me, I want the team that did Shredder's Revenge to do the same treatment, but with Power Rangers. Oh, that was Dot Emu. Yeah. yeah. So they made uh, the Windjammers follow-up. They made Ninja Turtles. Uh, I feel like this could really be a very cool, amazing sort of lane for them of remaking these sort of more classic games with modern sensibilities and mm -hmm. they could make some pretty good bank because it it sounds like um listening to um limited runs talk and um listening to stephanie post about it on twitter that this game has done extremely good for them oh cool <laughs> i told vaughn that if they did do a power rangers game they could um have bulk and skull as their joke character to unlock who? And he's like, Bulk and Skull, the two comic relief characters from the original Power Rangers. Oh, the, the teenagers, the bullies. Yeah. Okay. That would be hilarious to have them be playable characters in the, old, that the would potential be for all the funny, funny animations. <laughs> so, fun fact, like, much later in the series, um, when it changed to, I don't know, like, one of the spinoffs like Power Rangers Wild Side or something, they became cops. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, the irony. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if if you want some uh, amusing anecdotes, watch some of their Comic Con panels because they have some hilarious stories. And I think one of them is a PhD now. Their their actors are actually both really intelligent real in real life, which is also funny. Um, I I only know this because Vaughn has watched a lot of their uh, Comic Con panels. Um, and finally, from Anime Man, follow up from last week. Overlord is a very good anime, though season three goes a little silly at times. Apparently, there's a season four on the way. As for question of the week, I'd love to see either Chrono Trigger or Lufia two get an actual loving remake. I know Lufia two did get a remake, but I prefer not to believe that game exists. Eh. The DS game is more a reimagining than a remake. Yeah, I have that. I've never popped it in. It's not good. Don't play it. Okay. Not even I as would a curiosity. Say emulate the old one before you play the DS remake. Because 
There is no one that is going to ever remake Lufia 2, and because of how tangled the copyright is for all the Lufia games, it will never be on Virtual Console. So, like, just emulate it. <laughs> I, uh, I've been dying to replay it again. It's been a while since I've remade it. It's just I've played that one. So, the other question is, what's the proper play order? Because isn't the first game in the timeline the, the sequel to... Isn't it backwards? The second game comes chronologically before the first game, although you don't really need to play them in order. You can play them going either direction. Because I know that the first game is kind of clunky. <laughs> but it like literally begins where the, the second game ends, which is funny. Um uh, play order. So uh, I, I put this in at the question of the week for next week. Um, what not E3 announcement are you most excited about? Because yeah, this whole break that we've been gone has basically been not E3. I don't know what it was actually called. Uh, not E3 is a good name. Um, summer, not Summer Games Done Quick. Summer Game Festival. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what a good name for it is. Not E3. Not E3. Oh. So supposedly it's coming back next year. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, same. It's Anime Expo this weekend. There have been videos coming out of the LA Convention Center being absolutely packed. We are on day two of the Anime Expo. And like, we are already seeing people post on Twitter that they showed up yesterday and today they tested positive for COVID. Here's someone who live streamed. Yeah. Looks, wow, it's, uh, it, uh, is, it looks like an E3. Yeah, it looks <laughs> exactly like E3. COVID being spread at a massive event? Who could have guessed? Hey, someone with a mask on. <laughs> I like how. <laughs> that's, that's two. That's two. I like that. Three, four, five. Uh, Bingo. Uh, uh... Hey, Anna. That's like. 15% of people with masks. Oh, here's one who's got their nose showing. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Mask doesn't work if your nose is showing, folks. It's not doing the thing. Yeah, I I still don't want to go to big events like that just because of all the germs and bodies being spread. Well, Anna's got a special situation, so we can't. So. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Um, um, I'm at the point where I think... Uh, Maybe I would risk it if it was just me. Yeah, if it was just it's you, not, that would be a I, I just don't see us actually getting people back into the mask-wearing habit. <laughs> well, <now laughs> actually, this is pretty good, Anna. I'm seeing a lot of masks now. Yeah. Once this you is get much past, better. Yeah. Once you get past the initial push of people, you do actually mm. start seeing a fair bit of masks. And a lot of non-masks. And I think if you're exposed for this number of hours... Unless you've got a really good mask that's going to be uncomfortable to wear. I don't know if it makes sense, but hey, gotcha machines. Hey, gotcha. That's pretty cool. My problem is I wouldn't want to go to one of these now. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do at a convention other than hurt from walking all day. I, I felt like when I did anime conventions back in the early aughts, that it was like paying money to get the privilege to go spend more money. Yeah. Now I've done that, and I've spent a lot of time selling off the stuff I bought at conventions. It's like, now what? <laughs> do I go back and do it again? <laughs> is it just a cycle? 
I need I need it, to like go with people. That's that's the thing, right? Yeah, because because back then, like our our best guess at the Wichita convention was Vic Momoa, which I regret speaking <sighs> to. Yeah, and then the year after, I decided I wasn't going to go to any more conventions. They got Johnny Young Bosch, and hey. I regretted that. Uh, there was like a peak there where they had like several good actors like Travis Willingham and um, Spike Spencer. Mm-hmm. And then this year, it's just nothing that people I've never heard of. So opportunities missed. Um, do we want to get into the news? Yes. Hey, we've got Persona titles heading to the Xbox and only the Xbox. Only the Xbox? What a oh. good pickup for Xbox. That's oh, quite the wait, exclusive. I, I, I'm sorry. Um, they're also coming to Steam and the new PlayStation consoles. Oh, all right. Well, you know, that's fine. The Xbox picked up an exclusive. It, yeah, that's fine. A little timed exclusive thing, maybe. Yeah, all right. That, that was within two days of that announcement. And only them. Oh, wait. Huh? What? Two, two weeks later? Oh. They're also coming to Switch. Oh. So everyone gets it. Yeah, all right, Why everyone gets did, it. Ah, yeah, no, no, Why forget the exclusive pickup. So I don't know. Everyone wanted to announce it at their own thing. I guess. Um, so it's going to be Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal. Um, as far as I think there was a chart that explained what was coming to where, but I believe Persona 5 is getting a physical release on Switch, and that's the only one that's getting a physical release. Everything else is digital. I thought it, I, w- I thought the P5R was getting a physical on Xbox. It could be. Um, there's a chart somewhere, and I have Three no idea. 3 is not getting any physicals. Um, I didn't even see, like, a Southeast Asian version. Okay. I can't find the chart, unfortunately. I've been trying. Yeah. Why do I have to enter my birthday in on the Persona 5 Royal site? That is... Because it's an M-rated game. Ah, I hate that. I know. It's like, a lot of these sites you have to put your dates in already have systems that let you opt into adult content or not, and that should apply to the ESRB stuff, too, and it doesn't. It's really stupid. <sighs> So yeah, um, it's uh, it'll be on October twenty first, twenty twenty two, for Persona Five Royal, and is that the same date for the rest of them? Yeah, it's all October oh. for all systems for Persona Five Royal, but Persona Three Portable and Persona Four are, are twenty twenty three for all systems. Um, oh, going okay. off of the calendar that the Xbox presentation put out, um, three and four were near the end of the calendar. So I would say you're probably looking at no earlier than March next year for those, but probably looking closer to June. Now, the real question is going to be whether or not uh, that physical version of Royal on the Switch is going to come with an expensive collector's edition. Okay, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, that that was it. So digital only. Um, now the other thing that was going around was people were complaining about the FES version of Persona Three being uh, absent. I thought that that was integrated into Persona Three Portable. No, it no. is not. No, the FES content is not available in Portable. Okay. Instead, it has the female route, which yep. has its own social links, but it does not have the very confusing FES thing content. with Persona Three. So it's like. Depending on who you ask, there's different opinions on which version is the ultimate version of Persona 3. 
you know, it is entirely possible that they could release it as DLC. And keep in mind that the FES no, content for no. the main game is separate from the answer, which is a totally separate disc. Yeah. So, and that's a whole other thing, and that is not out on anything in any way, shape, or form. Could so, they not do do the answer as DLC? No. It would be a, a separate game release, really. It would need yeah, to be. They're, they are not going to go back and j- shoehorn and jam that content into the P3P engine. Well, that content was never in one of those games. Right. It was and, always a separate game release for yeah. the answer. And but the, there is content in FES, I believe, that is not in P3P. Very little, that could be yes. shooed in. No, nah. if they were going to do it, they would have done it at the time. Is it the uh, social link with Marie or something? Or there, I forget how it works? Huh? There's a new social link in FES, right? No. Uh oh. Okay, I I was confused because I never played through FES, so I thought that it was just uh, expanded content, but apparently it's. Was it like the royal version of Persona yeah, I'm going to tell you what's yes. in here. New Personas. Stats and skill sets of some Personas were tweaked. Secret videos of the protagonist dorm mates have been added. Koromoro can be taken on walks. <laughs> Several of the social links were modified slightly, such as Tanaka being available at a different time. Some new quests were added. New costumes could be worn in battle. A new event involving Chidori Yoshino was added. Uh, Naganaki Shrine was completely overhauled. And hard mode was added. Yeah. So, so the they're big, never going to bring so that back. So FES is basically the equivalent of Golden or Royal, where there is the main game stays more or less the same. There's a bunch eh. of social link and uh, persona tweaks, and some areas get slight over. But it's nowhere near as big of a change as Royal. The okay. answer oh, is basically well, the equivalent of the extra stuff. That would stuff be at like the, the extra Royal. stuff at Royal. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's its own thing. But yeah. They couldn't take the answer and stick it at the end of three. No. That I think they could. No, I mean it's no. it's a different engine. It's a completely different engine. Yeah. They would have to program the answer from the ground up, and there's no yes. way that they're doing that to an old game. Okay. Well, they did it with okay. Portable at some point. No, they they're... made Portable. Yes. Portable was created at some point. Yes, but they didn't tack on the answer at that point. No. If they weren't going to back then, they're certainly not going to take I don't the know. Time if there's one thing I want to do, Anna, do it now. I want to dig up old PlayStation Portable code and add. I, <laughs> honestly, I cannot imagine there is anybody that even still works at Atlas and particularly that works at Sega Europe, who is the people doing these ports, that is... Um, Confident and competent in PSP coding to jam this in. Like, there is no value in adding this content. There is not enough people that will not buy Persona 3 Portable without it to come anywhere close to justifying the cost. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, you sell it as its own thing. Oh my gosh, if you're going to do the work for the answer, it's its own skew that you're selling again. HD Answer Remaster. And you would see be, what actually happens to the Persona 3 protagonist. Like, Find out the how the journey is, actually ends. They would ended. have to charge like almost thirty nine ninety nine for <laughs> just the DLC. Like this isn't a DLC that you can put it's out. It's not a short game. It's not a DLC. It's its own thing. I don't know. Whatever. Could, anyway, could it happen if Persona 3 comes out on all these consoles and sells like gangbusters? No, probably not. Uh, keep in mind also the answer does not have social links it does not have a school it is all combat it's combat and cutscenes. okay 
So it's not interesting. So I, I'm amused that this happened, and within minutes of it getting announced, um, somebody uh, said, that th- "Thank you, Atlas Senpai. Now, can you put Soul Hackers Two on Switch?" <laughs> and pe- people were like, "Can you not go five minutes without port begging?" I uh, have the answer this, is no. <laughs> I have this great picture. It's all of the seagulls from mine. from Finding Nemo going mine, mine, mine. And instead of saying mine, it says switch. Yeah, we've done that, done that joke. How about Soul Hackers <laughs> 2 getting its English voice cast revealed? Yeah, yeah I, and that's what like I was trying to transition crazy, to. crazy, huge yeah, $200 collector's edition. Sorry, Kelly. Oh, right. Did that Ay-ho! happen while we was on break? Yeah. Oh, Wait, yeah, did, did it? Yep. Wait, no, it didn't. It happened before then, Anna, because okay. we talked about how you were going to get it. Yeah, because you did it, and I didn't really care because there wasn't anything interesting to be worth it for me. But I'm happy it's getting an English voice cast. Uh, the only person I recognize on the cast is Patrick Seats. I don't know anybody. Uh, um, he, Patrick that... Seats is garage. Okay. Um. I feel like I recognized a couple of names in this story. Well, we don't have time to to debate about it, so let's okay. keep moving. No, so, so yes, <laughs> it's getting its English voice cast, and we got the Fifth Summoner Guide that goes into that. Um, that's our SMT block. Now into our Squeenix block. All right. Um, top, top story. They had a Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary stream where they announced a whole bunch of Final Fantasy VII stuff. Um, do you care about that uh, Fortnite clone? No. Well, they announced stuff for that. That's still a uh, thing? Yeah, that's still a Which thing. Which one? Outriders? No. No. Uh, First Soldier. Oh. That's a Fortnite clone? Yeah. Uh, it's don't... an arena battle. Oh, why'd you remind me of that? Okay. I was trying to bury the lead. When is the next um, Final Fantasy remake coming? Well... The first big news is that Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade um, released on Steam. Uh-huh. Um, Wasn't it Epic it. before? Yeah. Um, oh, they, is Vaughn they, an anti-Epic store guy? No, no, they said they made a huge point in that reveal to say that it was Steam Deck compatible. And oh. Vaughn's been playing it on its Steam Deck. And he said that ah. it runs pretty good for the most part. Um, feel free to chime in, Vaughn. I think you said it's some in some places it stutters. But um, he's been blown away at the fact that you can play this game on a portable handheld now. Uh, so that's pretty cool. That was a huge news. And then they talked about that mobile game, that the Ever Crisis game, that is going to be going into closed beta soon. And that's the one that's covering all the different Final Fantasy 7s. So that's um, 7A, B, C, D. Yeah. Um, Vaughn says that it stuttered a little bit during the flashbacks for some reason. I'm sorry, what did you say, Anna? It covers Final Fantasy VII A, B, C, D. <laughs> which which yeah, one's A, B? A, ad- Advent Children, uh, B, Before Crisis. No, A, A, Advent Children would be A, C. No, no, no. A, B, C, D. Advent it's Children, Before Crisis, Crisis Core. And Dirge of... Dirge of Sir. Oh, God. I never noticed that before. <sighs> I wonder if that was intentional. Of course yes. it's intentional. Okay. Huh. Wait, are um, the second letters always C? Advent Children, Before Crisis, Crisis Core. Oh, f- screw you, Square. 
Well, hey, for once, a naming convention makes sense. Um, I'm curious about the Ever Crisis game. Um, it's interesting. And then they announced uh, Crisis Core is getting an HD remake. Oh, that's a good thing. Yes, well, that was a very... Wait, uh, as no, its no, no. own thing? Okay, as yes. Not as and part of the thing that you just talked about? Correct. Oh, and goodness. the problem is, is the reason why is a giant spoiler. Oh, okay. Uh, um, let's just say that uh, Zach plays a huge factor into the remake, so people they kind of need people to know okay, about yeah, Zach. I think... Okay, that that's not a spoiler. If you're not dead, that that's implying Zach comes back in the new games. Okay, fine. I never, I never confirmed or denied. I just said that <laughs> Zach has some uh-huh. stuff in the remake. All right, because Zach had some stuff in the original game too. Well, I haven't played it, but that sounds like you're telling me Zach shows up in the in the remake, which should be impossible since he's dead. No, Zach shows up in flashbacks in the original. Uh huh. So it's entirely possible that he shows up in flashbacks in the remake. Yeah, I don't believe you. But I'm being vague on purpose. But okay. Hi, vague. I'm dad. Uh, <laughs> Crisis Core is coming out. Uh, Crisis Core Reunion is coming out for PC, PS5, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. I think I pre-ordered the Nintendo Switch one to play in the spirit of the original uh, portably. Okay. Um. And then, and then the huge news. I, part, part two is real. Part two is finally real. Hey, we're finally getting to that? All right, good. Um, yeah, so it's So winter called... 2023. So the release date will be like so December 31st, 2020. You're saying Cloud's going to be a winter soldier? I hate you. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Chris, get the corner. Okay. Um, get out. <laughs> I'm getting in the so th- th- uh, I'm calling it now. This ain't coming out until 2024. So they say winter of 2023. So yeah, it um, it could well, be as late as 2024, and that uh, presumes that it doesn't get delayed, of course. Yeah, no, I well because Final Fantasy 16 is supposed to be coming out in 2023. So if any of them are going to get pushed, it's going to be this one, which is fine. I I will happily wait. I'm just happy that it's real. And they also confirmed that there will be a third game in the trilogy. Um, they just haven't said the name, but it'll, it'll probably be something re, because re- remake, rebirth. Who knows what the last part will be named? Reunion. Restore. Uh, Regurgitate. I don't know. Final Fantasy VII <laughs> regurgitate. <clears throat> At a side though, I just realized that we've been going for an hour and nobody's been writing down titles. <laughs> Good job. That that's my bad. I should have been paying more attention, but yeah. Eh. Yeah. We're back from a long break. That's all the Final Fantasy VII news. Now we've got Final Fantasy XIV news. Um, Six point two buried memory launching in late August. I, I believe this is the second major content patch for Inwalker. Yep. Um, that they, they had the whole letter from the devs presentation that you can watch. Um, new dungeon. I I guess a whole bunch of Hildebrand stuff from what I saw. Uh, you can you, you, you go watch it on our site. Island sanctuaries are in. Uh, so 14's getting harvest moon (laughs) our Uh, link shell is still trying to buy some property 
Yeah, I gave him oh, some so money. Yeah. So you'll be able to do farming? I don't know. I, that sure looks like it from this picture, though, right? No? Yeah. Yeah. Um, tangentially related, we released a three-hour-long backtrack about Final Fantasy One or Final Fantasy XIV, 1.0, and A Realm Reborn. So Ooh. if you have three hours to kill and want to hear about the old version of the game, um, you can listen to that plug. Um, so that's your Final Fantasy fourteen news. And then we've got Dragon Quest Treasures releasing on the Switch in December. Um, did, we thought that this was going to be a Dragon Quest Monsters game, and it looks so like it, it is. Sure it, started is. Like, it started as a Dragon Quest Monsters game, and then they wanted to spin it away from the Dragon Quest Monsters franchise. So now we're not calling it a Dragon Quest Monsters game, even though it plays exactly like a Dragon Quest Monsters game. Yeah, um... I've been playing Dragon Quest Monsters 3, and it has, like, a monster riding mechanic that looks just like this. So, I'm I'm, I'm going to check this out when it comes out. It looks very cool. It is part of the Nintendo Direct. Um, yeah, it's releasing on December 9th. I can't wait to check that out. Um, and more Dragon Quest news. Uh, Dragon Quest 10 Offline is heading Japan on September 15th. But not here! Um, not here. They they have been like very insistent that this is not going to be localized. Do you think it's protesting too much, or do nope. you think they're? I serious? think it's not going to be localized. I think we I have a better understand. chance at this point of getting the answer. I don't understand why there's no desire to localize this one because it would be the perfect way to get English speaking into because it's drag- a shitload of text. Yeah, yeah. It makes me sad. Oh, but it, sorry, I'm distracted by the trailer. You, you're riding around on a giant saber cat and treasures. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I need that game in my veins. Um, coming out sooner, uh, Live a Live, we have a trailer for the present day and distant future. No, no. Kelly, live alive. 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 So the present day is basically you're basically playing as a wrestler, which I didn't realize was a thing. That looks really cool. And then uh, the distant future, you're playing as a robot, and you can play as the distant future right now because there's a demo available. Uh, the demo has the start of three of the eight of the game's eight story arcs, including Imperial China, Twilight of Edo, and the distant future. And the save Dave transfers over. I was gonna play this this week and never got around to it, but I will definitely have to check it out. I cannot wait for that game. And then this, this caught me off guard. Um, Squeenix is getting into the Harvest Moon genre. What? Yeah. So. They showed off a Rune Factory style uh, life sim game. Which sounds like a Bayonetta title when you just hear Har- the Harvestella. title. Harvestella. Harvestella. What? <laughs> and then you um, look at it and like, oh, that's Final Fantasy, all right. <laughs> yeah, it looks, it looks, looks like, like the various day life engine with Ooh. action RPG stapled onto it. Yeah, and I don't know if that's a, a good fantasy- thing to evoke, Anna. In a fantasy world where four crystals called the seas like create harmony between the four seasons oh, that sounds like it's just taking it right out of final fantasy That's, and harvest moon and just yeah being shameless so, about it but then you've got uh, like the crafting and it's very atelier looking it's like and then you got combat 
I think this is an Atelier play more than a Harvest Moon play. But um, I guess we'll see how it feels when it comes I mean, out. I'm just excited to sort of see this life simulation, craft simulation genre expand in new and interesting ways. Yeah, I, I think I, that competition in this particular niche is going to be good for it. If it plays good, I will happily play it. It looks fun. Oh, there's chickens. I didn't notice in the first the first time I watched the trailer that there's chickens. Does that matter? Yeah. Uh, coming out on yes, I I love it when farm games have animals. Yep. Uh, uh, okay. Comes comes out on December fourth and is available for pre purchase right now on Steam. What did you think it was going to have if not animals? Some farming games don't really bother with animals; they just have the farming. Oh, I figured you'd have monsters, but I guess we don't know yet. Um, I can't wait for this. Oh, a physical dish edition is also going to be released on Nintendo Switch. God, December December. Her hair. Be she's got that side hairstyle, kind of like um, what's her face in thirteen? Lightning. No, Lightning's Sarah. sister. Yeah. Oh well. Whatever. Um, if you've been holding off on wanting to play near Automata, you can now play it portably on Nintendo Switch. Well, I guess it'll be released on October 6th, but you will be able to play it portably, and it's going to have all the DLC. <sighs> I can't believe they gave us near Automata as a native port, but Kingdom Hearts is not, and it's a cloud game. <sighs> <laughs> For those who don't understand why i'm laughing my head off we had a very long conversation about this on discord the other day well i read on kotaku that kingdom hearts fans are pissed that this is getting a port and kingdom hearts didn't and it's like well there's probably a lot of factors in that i'm not a game dev i don't proclaim to know all of them but tldr i mean you can't justify this for them it's on it's on square to justify it but that is certainly the case. You're not going to get Kingdom Hearts as a native game, but you are getting near Automata. I I think if they would have wanted to put effort into it, they could have made Kingdom Hearts work as a native game. But Squeenix didn't give a crap, so it tends to like what cloud. Is, is uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts 4, whatever the hell they showed that was next, is that going to be on Switch? Probably not. I forget what it's called. I know that there was some video of hyper-realistic Sora s- skating on something. I don't remember. Um, as far as I know, it's just called Kingdom Hearts 4. Okay. So For some reason, yeah, I for, thought 3 was the end of the story, so that there shouldn't be a 4. It's but, the end of this story arc. Oh, okay. It doesn't yeah. preclude them from making other story arcs. Uh, you wouldn't expect them to announce it so quickly. But, alright. Um... And then another DLC news, Stranger of Paradise is getting its first DLC dated, The Trials of the Dragon King, um, which shows the protagonist facing off against the Warrior of Light and Bahamut. I think my Um, favorite part about this announcement wasn't the announcement itself, but um, whoever made the page put in a uh, placeholder video for the page and forgot to take it out initially. And so when they first announced this DLC, when you went to the Square Enix page and looked for the trailer, it rickrolled you. <laughs> See, I, I approve. I, I would have loved for them to make the rickroll video, but instead of uh, instead of Rick Astley, it was the guy just saying chaos. 
Never gonna chaos you up. Never gonna chaos you down. Okay, that worked terribly. The season um, pass includes the additional missions, Trials of the Dragon King, Wanderer of the Rift, and Different Future. So this is the first of the three parts of the season pass, right? So, mm-hmm. okay. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to pick this up or not. I did love the game. Um, it's going to depend wait and on just how pick busy up the I season am. pass and do them all in one go at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then how we've about got more an, Star Ocean, Kelly? Yeah, um, coming out on October 27th for PS4, 5, Xbox One, and Series X. Oh, and PC. Um, see, this comes... Do this people happens. have Did... any faint hope that this is going to be good? I mean, my understanding yes. is there hasn't been a good Star Ocean game in a while. I, I, so we're due! Honestly... <laughs> so it honestly depends on who you ask, because I was talking to Tam and he said that People loved integrity and faithlessness. There's some people loved it, some people hated it. Um, same with the end of time. Which which one was end of time? That was till the till the end of time. I think it was called. Was that the P the Xbox 360 one? I just realized I'm searching on Google because it's faster than searching on our site, and I hate it. Um, Chris, you need to fix that. I can't. I don't have the ability to. Uh, Star Ocean, PlayStation 2. Oh, yeah. See, that's when they started dipping in quality for me. But I- I'm curious about this one. <laughs> Tracer uh, 3 in the chat. I believe in the new Star Ocean. <laughs> that's one. Um, And then Legend of Mana, the teardrop, teardrop crystal animation airing in Japan this October. So do we actually have like footage of the anime? This time, because the last time we had a trailer for this, it just showed concept art. Uh, okay, there's dream. actually animation. Again. Yep. Um, I can't imagine an anime adaptation of Legend of Mana being any good, but I, I mean, could be wrong. I can't imagine the game being any good, but apparently people what? think it is. It is. <laughs> I finished it, Anna. It's not a good game. I'm sorry. No, Chris, it's not. <laughs> like, I love Chris, it despite contra- the jank. Not because there is no jank. Chris, my controversial opinion was like, oh, mana games haven't been good, and I just would have whispered the air. Secret of Mana was never good to begin Ooh. with. Ooh. Damn, fighting. I there. do have trouble going back to that one, so you might be um, on to something. I, 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 I cannot go back to Secret I, of Mana. I need to do um, Densetsu 3 and see what that's like. Um, oh, Trials of uh, Mana? Yeah. Trials of oh, is Mana that what remake the, okay. is excellent. See? Yeah. So that might, so they were good. It just wasn't out here. Well, at the time, the it wasn't out here. Is. Well, yeah. And the original now. At the time, during that discourse, that one was, wasn't readily available without emulation. And I'm sorry, I do not like the original Secret of Mana. I thought it's very, extremely jank. And you, you can tell that it was designed to be a CD game that they had to chop up to put on a cartridge. Um, what about... Wait, what? Oh. Were they making that for the, the SNES CD? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then I think then Ted loosely happened. famously said that that game nearly killed him trying to get it out. Which game? What Secret are we talking about now? Secret of Mana? The original Secret of Mana. Why? I guess it was a it's pain in the ass to text. localize. All right. Well, what do I know? I'm 
trust oh. him. The um, what about the 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 uh, you know? I don't know what I was going to ask. Never mind. <sighs> uh, and that concludes the Squeenix block. Now we're on to the Nintendo block. Okay. Um, surprise hit Mario plus Rabbit Spark of Hope is releasing in October. It's going to be out on October twentieth, twenty twenty two. Everybody that I've this talked to that like good. Yeah, everybody I might that actually I play to this. That played Kingdom Battle said that they liked it. Did anyone so, watch the showcase? Was that the Treehouse one? No, they did a uh, Ubisoft did a a wow okay. Ubisoft did a half of this YouTube video is just countdown. <laughs> they did a twenty minute showcase of of like gameplay and stuff. Nope, never mind. They didn't do gameplay. They had welcome to the showcase. They had a trailer. They had deep dive with David David Soliani, uh, then the composers, and then Shinya Takahashi is a special guest. Ah, anyway, Ubisoft the next day did like a deep dive into this game. Is all I'm saying. I was waiting to yeah. watch it with you. So, oh okay. I I never watched it. I totally forgot about it, but now I see we have it on the page here. So go to our site, look up Raven, the Rabbids game, and and you can watch it. Um. Nintendo also had a uh, direct that was entirely devoted to Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and get it in talking about its story and systems. Um, and cl- I, I like that they're going Logan's they run. They did that- do a Xenoblade Direct then. Okay. Yeah. How did I, miss- I missed this. Okay. I, how long was it? Do we have 22 minutes. 24 minutes. Yep. Yeah. Um, the the fact that the characters in it only live ten years, I guess, because they're bred soldiers. Okay. Um, it's kind of an interesting thing, and it's characters from two sides of a war basically having to work together to figure something out. I don't remember the rest. Um, the the real story, however, is uh trying to order the F and Collector's Edition off Nintendo's site. <laughs> So this might have happened after the last show, but about three weeks ago, there was a, a day where you could pre-order, and it, it sounds like they may not have added a one-per-household, one-per-account restriction, and so bots pretty quickly gobbled them all up. There were a few people that seemed to like legitimately get one, um, but most of sort of the conversation that I saw going was like, I wanted to get one, and I couldn't. Um, so they did a second round um yesterday or the day before yeah i think it was thursday it was similarly now they did put a whole bunch of restrictions on it you had to wait in a queue to try to stymie some of these um like bot attacks that seemed to go a lot better for a lot more people um but there is still a lot of people who did who wanted one and could not get one and are very very angry about it see i didn't know about the bots thing is i i thought that there was a restriction in in there because i kept i was able to add it to my cart and then it was schrodinger's cart where it kept saying that it was in my cart but not in my cart or that i had reached my order limit that first time and then the second time on thursday i think vaughn upstairs had a browser window open i had two browser windows open he managed to get through the queue and order me one. And I mean, even hours after uh, it, it had sold out, I, I would open the browser window and it'd still be in a queue for me. It was nuts. And people were not were not happy, understandably so. Um, 
I resigned myself to be like, you know what? If I don't get it this time around, it was never meant to be. Wait, I thought Vaughn got it. Yeah, no, Vaughn got it. Okay, so you're good. But at the same time, I won't believe it until it's in my hands. <laughs> Fair enough. Because <laughs> you, you know how companies over-order and cancel mm-hmm. orders. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I want to know is if bots snapped up all over the first batch, why didn't Nintendo just cancel all of those orders? I'm pretty sure they did. Okay. They definitely had more supply the second time around. Okay. And I have a feeling Good. that a lot Is that of, where the f- more supply came from? That would be my <laughs> presumption, yes. Because, right. like, a lot of the sort of outrage that I was seeing was, like, how do I know my order isn't going to be canceled this time? Me and my three roommates and my sister's cousin and her boyfriend all ordered one, and all of them <laughs> were canceled. And it's like, you tried to order nine copies to the same house? Yes, that is not a surprise that they were all canceled. Yeah. 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 Screw people to do that. Ordering two to two to two to one house is fine because, you know, you've got a couple that likes to play together like me and Vaughn. Nine to one house is ridiculous. Yeah. The only people allowed to take advantage of gamers and extort them for money are the game companies themselves. Yes. That's right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Good. Um, I'm glad oh, we've the, settled the, that. Yes. <laughs> the, the other thing I like about uh, the Xenoblade system is that you can combine your characters together to for the Ouroboros system to do a giant joint form, which I, I don't know why. It reminds me of uh, teaming up in Fire Emblem. You guys don't seem to be that excited. Sorry, I'm getting tired. <laughs> Oh. We should move on. <laughs> uh, they also announced an expansion pass that's going to have uh, more DLC. Uh, I'm but... sorry, for what game, though? For Xenoblade 3. For Xenoblade 3. Okay, they always do that, though. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I mean, there's, well, I mean, there's been an expansion pass for the last couple games, right? No, it so. was for two, not for one. Did You're that right. expansion pass include Torna? Yes. Okay. Yes. But then they did like a separate physical release of Torna as well. So yeah, um, the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection was announced. I'm excited about this. I might check these out. I the Battle Network games were completely off my radar. So, so these um, are sort the... of Pokemon style. Hold where... on, hold on. I've got some news from the chat, Kelly. Vaughn says, "I've never played this game." Talking about Xenoblade. I've never had the desire to play this game, but I purchased a copy of this game and it will never be opened because I purchased it. It's mine. <laughs> Vaughn, I transferred you a hundred bucks for you to purchase that for me. You will give it to me. <laughs> or else. Or else. <laughs> or else. <laughs> RP Gamer, you're home for marriage counseling. All right. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Who wanted 10? How many is it? 10. 10 Mega Man Ma- Battle yeah, Network they games. they started very quickly doing the Pokemon thing. So Battle Network 1 and 2 were standalone games. And then Battle Network 3, 4, 5, and 6 had um, collections together. And it was like always, it, it was almost always some color and then blue. <laughs> I think Kelly's distracted going to bop her husband. No, I'm, oh, okay. I'm like, so white, blue, red sun, blue moon. Proto Man and Colonel. Yeah, the Colonel is no I need scissors. Oh. And oh, then Gregor and Falzar. I can't remember which one of those is blue, but there's always one that's blue, and then there's one that's another color because, because Mega Man is blue. Mega Man and Zero. So 
what right. was different in the two versions? Um, the things you could collect. I'm not kidding. It was very Pokemon-esque. Yeah. You say that like it's embarrassing, but like we're used to that. What do you collect? Um, it depends on the game. (laughs) Uh, Do you collect monsters? Mostly. Okay. So I wonder if you'll be able to trade with yourself since both of the both versions. No. Yeah. Do they have trade evolutions? I don't, that's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, when when is this going to come out? Twenty twenty three. Oh, okay. That never really stayed. Well, I I am curious about that collection. I am going to want to check it out. Um, we also got a new an announcement for a new story of seasons. Uh, Doraemon, Friends of the Great Kingdom. Anna was surprised this by this. Yeah, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Um, because I really enjoyed the first door. Doraemon story of seasons now that I am trying to make an effort to correctly pronounce that um so yeah I had a lot of fun with that I actually streamed it off and on on the RP Gamer channel I'm not done I actually should go back and finish it it's all tied all of the storyline events are tied to improving your friendship with people and so um a fair bit of that game is spend a little time on your farm spend a whole bunch of time running around throwing things in people's faces and then go back to your farm and finish up and then go to sleep. So like, uh, there is a ton of socialization in that game that um, is not... that the There are definitely Harvest Moon and Story of Season events that are tied to friendship, but they are not hard tied in the same way that they are in Doraemon. Huh. See, it's... When I play Harvest Moon games, I like the farming more than the socialization, so I wonder if that's why the uh, demo of that didn't really grab me. Yeah, it's going to be one of those games that you're either going to be like, 100%, I am here for all of these characters and really like them, or you're going to be like, nope, I'm good, pass. Yeah. But hey, I'm always happy for more Story of Seasons. Um, when it... Oh, crap, I closed the window. Hang on. I didn't say if there was a release date or not. Uh, not that uh, I saw. Okay. A cute little trailer. And then, okay, that's that's enough for the Nintendo block. Now is the everything else block. Um, so during the Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary stream, they also had a Dragon's Dogma stream. And makes me wonder which one was more popular. Probably the Final Fantasy VII one. But during the Dragon's Dogma one, they revealed that there's going to be a sequel to Dragon's Dogma. Surprise. Um, this game was off, or the first one was off my radar, but Anna, you said that you liked? Yeah. Um, someone You didn't do- finish that. I didn't finish it. Someone donated during Extra Life for me to play it. I think that was um, Jason Ariola, and so I did enjoy it. I, I have kind of forgotten to go back to it at this point, um, but I keep meaning to. Um, it's in development. No news of a release date yet. Um, we'll probably update you with more information. Um, in other news, the first Starfield gameplay was shown, or what did we call it last night, Chris? Sky <laughs> Skyfield. Star Star Rim. Star Rim. Yes, yeah, Star Rim. So, see that planet? You can go there. You can go there. Um, Is it just me, or did this basically feel like they they 
like asked uh, No Man's Sky if they could borrow their homework. No, it's st- it's it's Fallout on space. Okay, it's just Fallout in space with some space combat, which might be okay or might be really disappointing. We'll see. You can build your own outpost, design your own spaceship. You can hire workers for your crew for your outpost and spaceship, and there's going to be spaceship combat and over a thousand explorable planets. Yeah. Okay, so it's Skyrim in space. I I have no desire because I'm not really a space person, but space, spaceship, space. Space. I'm curious about the spaceships. Or did you guys not watch the Lego Movie? Did not watch. Oh, the spaceship, (laughs) the first one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We need you. We need you to build a spaceship. (laughs) Sorry, I like that character because he has space core energy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's your spaceship game. Um, we've did I accidentally close the tab? Okay, no, I didn't. So the Legend of Right, I, I should have put this in the Nintendo block. Is coming to PS4. This looks and good. Switch. Yeah, this. I, is the, we've said of, this before, but this looks good. The kind of craft core RPG. Yeah, it's the one where it's like a kid drawing through the RPG, and you're playing it at the same time. It's really weird. RPG time. Oh. The Legend of Right. Um, going to be on both consoles on August 18th, 2022, and then the PC version is going to be on September 13th. See, I thought this game already came out. Nope. So there there's been demo. a couple games like this that have okay. come out. Wait, I think there was a demo. Maybe not. There was something last year. We've heard about it for a while. I guess I must have gotten it confused with something else. Um, There was a game really similar to this that came out for Apple Arcade that I played. Okay. What was that called? And I know that there's a like draw dungeon or mm-hmm. draw crafters. I, there's a draw dungeon on the Switch that I might have confused this with. Well, there was that um, David. Um, <laughs> there was the um, shooting game that was all like it was drawn on the back of a trapper keeper in high school. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. Um, FPS drawn art game. Um, oh. Was that drawn to death? Was was that the name of it? Could have been. It doesn't really matter. It wasn't good. <laughs> drawn to life. Wait, drawn to live says Hairfrog. That's a different game. <laughs> okay. Um, well. Labyrinth of Galleria, the Moon Society, it has a Western release announced. This is a sequel to doesn't say the other game oh labyrinth of refrain coven of dusk um the nis store also has a limited edition that includes a physical copy the hardcover art book a two-disc soundtrack a dungeon divers card game and playback and a collector's box um i still need to play the original coven of dusk because it looks cool like my kind of dungeon crawler takeshi and hiroshi oh that's the game you played on apple or yes. apple arcade yes yeah but so back to uh, about... Galleria. This is a this is like a class of heroes game, right? Yeah, kind it looks of. like that at least. Um, is this the, from the class of heroes people? What I is this? Blah blah know. blah. Software NIS. Um. All right. Anyway, I I like games like this, but you know me, I'm a huge dungeon crawler fan. Um, Dungaropa S. Is whoa, whoa, whoa! Ahead. You get a cloth table setting or something with the collector's edition, Kelly. Do you see the cards you get and stuff? That. Yeah. 
I think it's a, a replica of the card game that's in the actual oh, game, okay. which is kind of cool. That is neat. Only 90 bucks for that collector's edition. Game within a game. Um, Danganronpa S Ultimate Summer Camp is coming to more platforms. It's going to be coming to PC, PlayStation 4, iOS, and Android. So what is in this package? I think this was the standalone it's RPG. It's just the spinoff. Okay. Yeah, this is the little RPG spinoff. Okay. Did you play that, Anna? Um, I no. have it. I haven't played it yet. Okay. Well, it's it's coming out on July twenty first um, for the other consoles, and it's going to be twenty bucks. So, they get excited about that. Um, I left the story in because I thought it was neat. Monster Sanctuary gets a free Forgotten Worlds update. I loved Monster Sanctuary. That was the Pokemon slash Metroidvania, and I, as soon as I get free time, I need to go check out the update. Yeah. Looks good. It adds a new area, to new monsters, and new item skills and outfits. Is this the one where they also add the difficulty levels and the increase in the max level? Um, I think so. You got bravery mode, a randomizer, and permadeath mode. I believe this is on Game Pass, too. Um, Monster Sanctuary is a really good game. And if you want a Pokemon clone that has some kind of real stakes to the battles, you can check that one out. Um, another game that I might give a second chance now that it's got D or when it gets its DLC out, uh, Boyfriend Dungeon gets the secret weapons update this summer. So, oh, I see. <laughs> Dating your cat wasn't enough for you. You need no, more. No, it's more like I. There was only two dungeons. Um, so this DLC is gonna have new playable weapons, a new dungeon, and a new romanceable villain designed by Yuki Nakamura. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't that the guy that did the the pigeon game? I'm not sure. You'll have to look it up. I don't know who that is. Uh, I swear that's the guy. What's the game where you date the birds? <laughs> that's uh Hotoful boyfriend. boyfriend. Yes. Yes, I am 99% sure that that's the person that made a Hotoful boyfriend. Okay. Okay. Um the two new weapons you can date are Jonah the axe and Lee the hammer. Um, Jonah made a cameo appearance in the game, which pissed me off. Cause Can I tell you who she's actually from? Ikami Nakamura is a Japanese video game artist best known for as an artist on The Evil Within and The Evil Within 2, creative director for Ghostwire Tokyo, before leaving the game mid-development. And uh, she now has her own independent game studio, Unseen. She uh, has worked on... Oh, she also worked on Okami. Um, so, try. Um, how do how do I? Anyway, sorry. What are we talking about now? Yeah, you cut me off. Well, I mean, because we were talking about Ikami Nakamura, and we had the wrong person. They're I not... said that the two new playable weapons are Jonah the Axe and Leia the Hammer, and Jonah made a cameo in the original game, and it pissed me off because it's like, oh, I want to date him. He looks cute. Oh, right. he's not available. Um, doesn't say how much the DLC is gonna be. And I don't think I see it really standard when it's going to be out. So I guess we can just look forward to it. And then we um, got a Kickstarter check-in for A Frog's Tale. This is a pixel art adventure RPG. You follow Norman, a young frog frog from the village of Kiro Pond. Kiro. Kiro, Kiro. Go on a journey. Has a $6,000 fundraising goal. 60000 60000 Yeah. 
Have they hit what it? What did yet? I say? You said six. Oh, um, okay. Let's see. Yeah, and if you want to check this out, the so they're working on making a demo, I guess, right? It is a rhythm combat battle system, and the art's really cute. They say they're inspired by Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Tales of Symphonia, and Kingdom Hearts. And I don't know. Uh, they've hit their goal. So if you'd like to back it and go crazy, you can not spend that or that. Um, oh, $7,500, you could get producer credits. You going to do that, Kelly? Probably not. I'll probably just wait wait until it's officially released. You could put your original character in the game for $4,000. I, I don't have any frog characters. Well, I mean, they have more than frogs in this world. I know. It's going to need to be chibi and cute. Yeah. Um, and, and that is all the news we have. There is a bunch more on the site. I think this is about half of what we decided to run with, and I ended up cutting a bunch of news because um, we didn't want to be here for God, how long have we been going now? Uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> like two hours. What year is it? All right, I'm going to rocket through the release dates oh, that were announced God. over the next for over the last three weeks. All right. Okay. XEL is coming to PC via Steam and GOG.com on July 12th. Worth Life is coming out uh, on July 14th. Fallen Angel is hitting Switch on July 18th. Tyrant's Blessing is launching on August 8th. I Was a Teenage Exocolonist is coming out on August 25th. Sword and Fairy Together Forever comes out on August 4th. Uh, Solstice is coming out on September 20th. Potion Permit, which I'm really looking forward to, comes out September 22nd, 2022. Arrowheart hits uh, September 30th, 2022. There Is No Light is coming to PC September 2022. Live by the Sword Tactics uh, announced their publisher and their release window of Q2 2023. Um, Arcadian Atlas um, is uh, confirmed for a summer 2023 release sea of stars has pushed out their release to 2023 and sacrifier has a new trailer and it has also been pushed to 2023 boom um hit us with the new early access too yeah um uh alterium shift is uh gonna hit early access in q3 alaloth champions of the four kingdom is gonna get early access um later this year Iconai, an Earthlock adventure, is getting an open beta. Actually, the open beta has already started. And Frozen Flame trailer um, confirms that uh, it is hitting Steam early access this fall. Um, we are not going to go through all of the games that oh, released over the last three I was weeks just about to start. Okay. Because <laughs> there is an absolute insane It's number. not that bad. Uh-huh. It's like 10 it games. The, no, because you're only looking at one of those three I'm columns. looking at the three columns. It's uh-huh. only just 10 games. Just hit the games. highlights. All right. Ganbari Super Strikers. Omori, um, which was run at GDQ. It was previously on PC. It hit consoles. Symphony of War, which I talked about earlier. Tales of Erevorn, Season of the Wolf, and Hand of Merlin, um, which I thought hit, um, well, I guess it must be on the Steam sale or something. Fire Emblem Three Hopes, Anna's Plane, Gordian Quest, Shadowrun Trilogy, Steve Jackson Sorcery Complete Collection, The Caligula Effect 2, and then Disgaea 6 Complete, 
game deck coming to some new platforms. Little Noah, Sign of Paradise, and uh, Mercenaries Rebooth hitting a uh, Rebirth hitting PC, and Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, and Rogue Book is coming to Stadia, <laughs> or came out on Stadia. This next week, we're seeing the release of AI: The Somnium Files for PC, PS4, oh, PS. That came out last week. Last week, we saw the release of AI: The Somnium Files for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox, Xbox Series X, and X and Switch. And this next week, we'll see Ruins Magus for PC on VR. You gonna play that, Anna? Mm, I think it's only coming to Steam. I don't think it's you can do that with your headset, Steam. though. It's a pain in the butt. Okay, that's all I got. And we, and then we've got a butt set of editorials too. Um, Jonathan Stringer uh, has an interview for Symphony Symphony of War: The Niflheim Saga. Got the full he, audio for that up. You can listen to it. Yeah, he interviewed Phil Hamilton, the co-founder of Dancing Dragon Games. You can go listen to that. We have uh, several reviews. RP, um, RPG Time, The Legend of Right by Paul, Paul Scarelli. 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 See, when I talked to him, he told me he was just like the farmer bro. It's like, yeah, it is, but that's Scarelli. Okay. Well, he gave it a three out of five, says it has an interesting visual style. Uh childlike creativity and the original concept is well executed but not a whole lot of rpg and rpg time the music is underwhelming and some adventure sequences are confusing and then we've got token rambo warriors from alex fuller this this was the anime musa crossover i believe okay um Gave it a 2.5 out of 5, says that it's pretty and has charming characters, but the plot is incoherent and there's no challenge. And surprise, a Musou game gets repetitive. No! Um, we have a Metal Dogs review from Michael Baker. Uh-oh. This is the spinoff to the Metal Max series uh, with dogs. Uh, gave it a 3 out of 5, said that it gives exactly what the title promises and has lots of guns and cute puppy dogs, but there's not much to it besides the guns and dogs. I have this on my Steam <laughs> wish list for reasons I don't understand. Um, I need to remove it. Isn't this the one it. that the reviews came out and they immediately canceled the next game in the series? I think so. <laughs> so if you like guns and dogs, it's for you. Um, we've got a Watcher Chronicles review from Pascal Takaya. He gives it a three out of five, says that the combat is fluent and the boss battles are a highlight and uh, weapons and armor are displayed cosmetically. But it comes as no surprise that exploring a dull world is a dull experience and it has a lacking in, it is lacking in enemy variety and the story can fully be told in a dozen words or so. So that's that. Um, Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords Review by Louis Mauricio. He gave it a 3 out of 5, said that it has many staples of Star Wars, you can create your own path, and has engaging characters and enjoyable soundscape. Um, The negatives, constant crashes, and the controls are odd. And also the battle system is not very inspiring. Which version did he play? Uh, Oh, the Nintendo Switch version. What a surprise, constant crashes. (laughs) Uh, We've got the Hand of Merlin review from Ryan Costa. This was one of the many, many King Arthur games. I think this is the roguelike tactical. Yeah, this is yep. the roguelike tactical RPG. 
Um, gave it a 3.5 out of 5, said that it's a unique premise with plenty of ways to build up characters, has an excellent soundtrack that blends sci-fi into fantasy, but the negatives are that the story points are disjointed and the human characters have little to them that stand out. That was all the reviews. We have an in-depth adventure corner for AI, the Insomnium, the Insomnium Files Nirvana Initiative from Alex Fuller. Um, I know that he was very excited to look into this game. Anna's very interested in this game. Yes, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm resisting the urge to play it during JRPG July and actually <laughs> focus on JRPGs. She really liked the first one. <clears throat> I did. And this is from like the Zeroscape people. So, yes. Yeah. Sorry, I had a dry spot while I was trying to talk. That's why I got quiet. Um, we've got a several demo impressions for the spirits for Spirity from Ryan Costa. Oh, this is where that, you're running a tea shop and you have a ghost cat helping you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he talked about that demo. Brian Costa also talked about the Zell demo, XEL. Okay. And then Sigil uh, of the Magi. Yeah. yeah. So much like last year with No E three, there was a big Steam Next Fest where you could play a whole bunch of demos for a whole bunch of games, but only for a few days. And then um, our our huge editorial content, we've got two articles talking about our favorite towns in RPGs. Um, the first one is talking about just tiny towns and villages, and then the second one talks about huge village or huge cities. Um, neat little neat, neat little article, and you know, I never really thought much about RPG towns until um, uh, it was solicited by Casey Pritt on our staff, and I really didn't think about towns until she solicited this and I had a hard time trying to think of a town I liked and I do have a piece in the big city one and you'll have to read it to figure out what town I wrote about hey this one's my email the girl castle um yeah I didn't write about Figaro because somebody took it already yeah Pascal like I, I think but yeah it, neat little uh neat that's little a good article. concept yeah and then we have some yeah. JRPG July introductions, so if you want to see what everyone's playing for JRPG July and what they'll be writing about as the month progresses, you can read that. And then we have uh, an end of the show, right? Yep. Oh, we're done. Big old show. We still have no title suggestions. <laughs> I I put the cloud as a winter soldier. Well, that's one. <laughs> we'll figure it out when we stop recording. All right. The chat can... Give this throw some suggestions out. It was a long show. I was trying to pay attention to the news. We got through it though. Thank you everybody for sticking through us, uh, sticking with it, through sticking with us through it. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, it's good to be back. I'm glad to talk about games with you all. And uh, question of the week is: Oh yeah, what was your favorite not E3 announcement? Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> all right. I'm just happy to know that it exists. Not E3. Uh, everyone's going to forget oh. by the time they hear this. It's been I, I'm so pretty long. pumped about the uh, Crisis Core remake, too, because that was a good game. I never played it, so I am happy to see it. I got it downstairs. Uh, you know, it, yeah, I guess. You can play it. It's it's funny because... Did it get localized? I thought you had nope. a Japanese yeah, yeah, version. Oh, wait. No, it, yeah, it did. Yeah. It came up physical only. That's why it's so hard to find. Because they never put it on the... Oh, that's uh, right. That was part of that funny era where Square Enix wasn't putting anything on the um, P3 
PSN. Right. I remember this now. Um, it, it's funny because I saw a post on Reddit that was comparing the PSP to the Steam Deck and how far along we've come for portable games. And Vaughn and I were nostalgic, were waxing nostalgic about the PSP yesterday. And we was like, we were so in awe of it. And like, man, portable gaming's never going to get better than this. <laughs> and it did. <laughs> and then it did. <laughs> and he was like, you know, he's like, I feel bad for my little PSP. You know, it, it it's just sitting there waiting for its battery to be charged and had to have to reset the clock again. But now that I have a Steam Deck, it's pretty useless. Like, I know, I feel bad for my PSP, too. But as soon as I get a Steam Deck, I'm not going to care. Hey, they said that they're doubling their uh, shipments out. Ooh, two times zero. Still zero, though, Kelly. <laughs> uh, I'll never get a Steam Deck. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're going to call it for the week. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Please post your answers to the, the question of the week about what naughty three question announcement you're most excited to in the show thread. And, um, yeah. We'll catch you next time. Uh, come find us on Discord. Let's plug the Discord. Yes, rpgamer.com slash Discord. Come hey. find us. Come talk about your JRPG July games or gaming in general. Um, we have channels for like books and movies and, and anime. So there's all sorts of sort of side discussions going on. And when uh, we stream, there is a channel that lets you know that we're live. So Did we even talk about what we're going to play this week? What are you going to play, Kelly? Skies of Arcadia and Monster Hunter. There you go. I'm going to play Monster Hunter, and I don't know what else, honestly, because I, I, at some point I was trying to play Final Fantasy XIV, and then I got really distracted with like 20 other games, so I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm going to be playing uh, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. There you go. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll catch you next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye.